you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. It's Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Thechrisvossshow.com. Welcome to the big show, my family and friends. The Chris Voss Show podcast, the family that loves you, deeply, really loves you, almost in an unconditional sense, except for, uh, I don't know, the, the guy wearing the uh, uh, the guy wearing the blue shirt in the back. Uh, we're not really sure about him. Did somebody let him in? Is he with anybody back there? Anyway, no, we love everyone on the Chris Voss Show. Uh, as long as you're not evil, I think that's the one thing. With That's the one caveat the attorneys maybe put in the thing. Anyway, guys, we have an amazing, super wonderful Wonder Dog show for you. We have a Wonder Dog show. I just made that up on the Ramble because that's what the Ramble does. Uh, and it's a journey of adversity overcoming uh life challenges addiction and uh and getting electrified twice uh and uh <laughs> in a crazy way so we're gonna be talking about that and uh you're gonna be inspired as hell and if you're not well there's full refunds at the door just send in your receipts and whatever your credit card stuff you spent and uh, we'll offer free refund wait the show's free what okay well uh, you're not getting refunds, people. Uh, you want, definitely want to watch the show and check it out. It's Monday morning. Wonder Dog. What is it? Where did that come from? I don't know. I just made it up in the ramble. Uh, anyway, guys, as always, we do the we do this so that we can feed you and set you up for the guilting and shaming of the plugs. Uh, refer the show to your family, friends, and relatives. If you haven't, you want them to be smarter because uh, Thanksgiving dinner is coming up, and uh, so is Christmas. People 10 years from now are going, what are you talking about, Chris? Um, but it's coming up in 2023, and uh, you you want to make sure that when you're hanging out with those people, you know how they bring politics and they bring other stuff to you know the family dinner and everyone argues and, and has their hands around each other's throat? Don't do that, people. Uh, you want your friends to be smarter and your relatives to be smarter so that you can have... Ca- interesting logical conversations at uh, thanksgiving dinner so refer them to the chris voss show <laughs> go to goodreads.com for chess chris voss youtube.com for chess chris voss linkedin.com for chess chris voss and we're making hay over there on the TikTok at chris voss one uh today we have an amazing gentleman on the show daniel spencer joins us on the show he's a life coach husband father uh and he has one of the most amazing stories, uh, if not the most amazing story we've ever had on the show. Not a lot of people have been through the journey that he's been on, and he's going to teach us a lot about overcoming fear, uh, recreating oneself, uh, hewing oneself from being uh, incredibly overweight, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, he's been through hell and back. He's been sober for over 12 years. Uh, he abused marijuana and alcohol as a teenager in his late 20s. Uh, he's been married for almost 20 years with three kids, all teenagers, and almost divorced. He's gone through a total body transformation. He was almost 300 pounds, and he's now about 160 pounds. He was in a near-death electrical, electrical, it's Monday, people, electrical accident twice with 
third-degree burns to his face and multiple skin graft surgeries. He found his purpose in life out of all of this, and now he tells his story and shares his healing process through physical fitness and a very strict diet. He's now an on-life life coach who's helping fellow humans gain their self-confidence and gain mental strength through the same process that he's adopted. And uh, he's here to inspire more people, and I think you're going to find his story is unlike any you've ever heard. Welcome to the show, Daniel. How are you? I'm good, Chris. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you very much for coming. And give us the .coms or wherever people can find you on the interwebs to interact with you more, get to know you better, and reach out to you. Yeah, my Instagram handle is reps and double time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I also have a Facebook. It's Daniel Spencer. And uh, I have a Facebook group also. It's called Phoenix Fitness. Oh, there you go. There you go. Phoenix Fitness, the Facebook group. And then you have a YouTube channel as well. Uh, So uh, give us, uh, so we got that down. Give us a 30,000 overview of uh, who you are and what you do basically uh, for your clients and, and other stuff. Yeah, I'm a life coach. I like to say I'm a life coach by accident. Um, I'm a power lineman by trade and Mm -hmm. a father and a husband by purpose. You know, Um, growing up, I kind of really didn't, I was just kind of lost, wondering. My wife found me and gave me a purpose. You know, that was to be a husband and a father. Got into the power line company. And uh, after my accident, I started getting into life coaching and helping people overcome a lot of the same things that I did. Um, You know, having total body transformation it's hard work but it's very possible for everybody overcoming fears and self-limiting beliefs is what i suffered with majority of my life and i use nutrition and physical fitness as a way to overcome lots of those obstacles there you go and as we mentioned in the bio uh you've overcome a lot you've had quite the hell of a journey so give us a hero story i mean we kind of uh we kind of gave a synopsis of it, but tell us more about your uh movement through life what what got you down the road that you did how'd you grow up and uh and now you're here i grew up normal home um i have an older brother parents were together blue collar dad mom stayed at home mm-hmm. and just out of nowhere uh, one summer I was in the sixth grade, uh, just finished sixth grade. And they said that they were going to get a divorce. And oh, wow. that's kind of just where everything internally just started taking a downward spiral. You know, mm-hmm. uh, found myself, uh, alone a lot, of uh, a lot of wow. loneliness. And I started seeking comforts in the wrong people and the wrong habits, you know, started mm-hmm. getting myself into marijuana, acting up in school. Mm-hmm. And that continued up into high school, into adulthood. So let me ask you this: Were you did did your father end up leaving the home? And how old were you when that happened? He did. I was uh, twelve years old, and mm-hmm. he moved out. And then my mom had to work two jobs um, mm-hmm. just to try and make more ends meet. And yeah. you know, it was just empty so home did- most of the time. Did you, did you blame yourself for it? I mean, some, some children, they internalize and, and think that maybe they were to blame for their parents thing. Uh, that's a, you know, that's a, that's a hard age to be where you're starting to go from a child to a man and, and, you know, not having a father around or father in the home can make a huge difference in, in your development. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really blame myself. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, my, my dad was still around, you know, he would, he would come visit on the weekends and, and, you know, we'd go see him quite a bit, but I, I didn't really, I didn't blame myself, but I was definitely confused on the reasons why, there you go. know, cause you know, parents never argued a whole lot. They, there was no fights in the house or nothing. It was just kind of out of the blue. Yeah. And, and one of the big challenges we've had psychologists on the show is uh, children aren't really developed to understand, you know, the dynamics of what's going on with human beings and adult relationships. And, and so it's very confusing for them. You know, they, yeah. they're, they're kind of lost. And it sounds like you, you went through some, you were kind of, you started acting out started uh, responding to it in different emotional ways. Uh, and you said you started drinking very heavily too. Yeah, I did. Uh, it started with, uh, with marijuana abuse really first and then into high school, um, you know, going to uh, high school parties at Friday nights after the football games. Mm -hmm. And so when my, my dad actually ended up moving back down, um, well, we moved down to Southern California with him. Mm -hmm. So we kind of transitioned from living with my mom to moving with my dad. We moved down here to Southern California and it was a total culture change. And once he got to a certain point after I graduated high school, he decided he wanted to move back up north mm -hmm. to my childhood home. And he was like, you know, you have a choice here. You can move with me or, you know, find a place to live. So I didn't want to start all over again. You know, I had a, new set, a whole new set of friends, a whole new way of life. So we decided, my brother and I decided to stay down here. And that's kind of where I started entering the workforce. I was just over 18, 18 and a half. And I needed to supplement my money. I felt with what I knew, which was marijuana, you know, um, instead of just always spending money to buy it, I figured I might as well just be the guy the that guy. everybody comes to for <laughs> it, you know, yeah. it's a get high on your own supply is cheaper. I think so. There you go. So how do you, 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 you meet your wife, I think, or prospective wife. And yeah. you go down that journey and then you get in the business of being, uh, in the, in the, uh, let's call it the electronics business for comedy. Uh, yeah. power line, power and, line and trade. The, the power line trade. There you go. Yeah. Uh, shocking business to be in. Uh, Absolutely. there's probably a lot of jokes there. Uh, so tell us how, how that, how that comes about. And, and then you have a fateful tragedy. Yeah, that all happened really quick. Uh, right after I was about 21, I just turned 21. And I met my wife where I used to work at. Mm -hmm. And right after that, like I instantly fell in love. You know, like I said, I was lost all through my adolescence into my young adulthood. I was lost. I was confused. I, you know, suffered from, from slight depression and she hit on me, you know, she picked up on me and we kind of hit it off right away. I didn't want to leave her side. I just, I was like, this is where my heart is. Right after that, I had um, got asked to, I got a job opportunity, yeah, with the city of Los Angeles to work for the uh, public utility. And everything just started happening from there. I, you know, my pay doubled. I had uh, great health benefits. Right after that, we ended up getting married, having our first child, and life just, it flourished. You know, everything was going great. But at that time, now that I had a commercial license, I couldn't smoke weed anymore. Uh, right away, I told her what I was doing. I was like, I sell weed. And she's like, I, I don't well, agree with it. I don't like yeah, it. Like, so, <laughs> it's not going to last so, long with her. No. So that kind of went out the window, right? I, I didn't need to supplement my income. I was making good money. Mm 
Yeah. Um, but I still had this internal pain that I was dealing with without a healthy outlet to get it off. So, you know, I started drinking more. Wow. I started drinking a whole lot more and, uh, Probably put on of, some weight during that time. I did. I did. I was mm -hmm. drinking a whole lot and more money. We'd go out to have nicer dinners, you know, treat ourselves a little bit more with dinners came drinks and with the food and drinks came lots of extra calories. And uh, I ended up gaining over, I ended up gaining a hundred pounds. Wow. Essentially. Wow. From the, from the time I started, uh, up until the time I had actually quit drinking, which was after my first accident. Yeah. I gained a mm -hmm. hundred pounds. Damn. So you tell us about the two accidents. I mean, this is, what's going to be intriguing to people. Um, yeah. give us a synopsis of those and, and what went into it. So the first time I got, um, electrocuted, I was actually electrocuted with uh, 2,770 volts. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, I was a four-step apprentice at the time and we were taping up a temporary splice. We were putting waterproofing tape on a temporary splice and the, the seniors who that's a senior position, when they were putting the insulating tape on this connector, the tape kept ripping and ripping and we didn't know. Um, so we ended up, it was me and another apprentice. He actually made full contact with the phase Holy and God. i came to potential which means like my body became electrified and then i grounded out on my leg so uh, i suffered third degree burns on my leg and um he ended up needing skin grafts on his hand and after that i was off of work for a month but i didn't seek therapy i didn't seek counseling i was full of fear a big part of me was full of self-doubt because mm -hmm. when they talked about what the job plan was going to be, I had an idea of how to make the connection better, mm -hmm. but I didn't speak up on it. Right. I didn't listen to my conscience to say, Hey, oh, really? yes. Yeah. That, and that was what made me so mad about the whole situation was that I didn't speak up. You know, I lacked the mm -hmm. confidence to speak up on it. There you go. Uh, and then the second one, and do you think about quitting at that point in time? Like, uh, Hey, maybe this isn't the right business to be in. I mean, at that point you probably have a, you, it creates a, a, a fear anchor kind of in you where, you know, yeah. you, you have some tragedy like that before you and, you know, you kind of question the universe and you question what you're doing. And, and, uh, maybe your wife also was like, Hey, what the hell's going on over there, man? This is, Maybe we should find something else to do. It, the thought definitely came across, but I mean, I had no other skills. Mm -hmm. I had no other skills. Right after high school, I got into the easiest job I could get, which was schlepping boxes in a warehouse, you know, and my uncle is the one who actually told me to get into this trade. Mm -hmm. um, so I took a one college course, which made me eligible for the test. And that, I mean, this was all I knew. Um, it go. was either continue for another eight months and become a journeyman or fall back into uh, the position that I started in, which was, you know, it, it made good money, but not fairly enough what the potential was. Um, there you go. So, so what yeah, happens my, with your second accident then? My second accident. So at this time, this was just over two years ago. This was um, April 27, 2021. Um, at this time, I had already promoted twice. Uh, so mm -hmm. I was an apprentice. My first accident became a journeyman, 
promoted into senior cable splicer and we were working in the underground vault it was uh we were working in a link box mm-hmm. and switching uh, trying to de-energize a section of of a circuit and um communication broke down uh, communication broke down we weren't following procedure and again my self-talk my conscience i didn't listen to it because knowing that we weren't following procedure I kind of thought about our game plan and what we had came up with. And in my head, I, I came up with a better solution to what we had agreed with, but I didn't speak on it again. Mm-hmm. And it bit me in the ass again. Um, this time it was way worse. Yeah. Um, I wasn't electrocuted this time. It was all um, arc flash. It was all arc flash burns. It was all thermal burns just to the skin. Wow. Um, and luckily, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was life threatening. So I actually thought I was going to die. It, it should have only been a fraction of a second because the circuit breaker, you know, we have system protections on our circuits. Well, the circuit breaker we were working on actually failed. Oh, geez. And, and instead of shutting off in a fraction of a second, it took two full seconds for it to actually shut off. Um, and it, it was, yeah, it was one of the most traumatic things I've ever experienced in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I was off of work for five months. I spent 10 nights in the hospital, two skin graft surgeries. Um, and while I was off again, that's when I actually had the, the idea and the thoughts of, I need to figure out a different line of work. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I was even more scared to go back and mm-hmm. questioning my, my skills and my ability as, as a journeyman, as a worker, um, mm-hmm. there was yeah. a lot of self doubt. I can imagine the pictures that, uh, you know, you talk about on your Instagram where you inspire a lot of people. And you, you've got your site over there. You've got the pictures of the skin grafts. You've got a huge giant wrap around your face. Almost looks like your, your head is mummified yeah. in a, uh, in a giant cast. It was, uh, it was all gauze. It was gauze and bandages. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, I share that quite a bit, um, mm-hmm. just for the fact that a lot of my followers are in, are in the trade mm-hmm. and you know, the the risk is there. It's there every single day. It's there with every job we pull up to. And, you know, I, I, I put it on there as a reminder to mm-hmm. everybody to, I mean, first of all, follow procedures, wear your PPE properly. But mm-hmm. second of all, you know, to listen to your conscience, there you you know, listen to that voice inside of your head. That's telling you this is what's right. And this is what you should be doing when we know that we're engaging in apps that are not going to benefit us. Um, Definitely. Definitely. So at this point, are you still pretty heavy overweight? At this point? No. Um, yeah. So I quit drinking when I started losing weight was in 2000 and, um, I think it was 2011, 2012. Okay. Was that after the first shock then? It was. Yeah. That first accident was August, 2011. And, I mean, after that, I just dealt with it with the same way that I dealt with all my other internal problems, which was alcohol. But this time mm-hmm. I ramped it up. You know, I was drinking even more. 
Damn. Uh, I would I would leave the job site, go straight to the liquor store. By the time I drove home, I would I would be drunk. Wow. And that's now, when I really was at my heaviest. Wow. Now your your transformation, people really need to go see this on your Instagram page, is extraordinary. You've got your before and after pictures. You've got the pictures of you shocked. You are, uh, I don't know what the right word is because I'm not a gym. I mean, I go to the gym, but I'm not like a gym term guy. But you are, you you have a incredibly hard uh, muscle frame that you built on what, probably 160 pounds? Yes. Yeah, I mean, you are completely all muscle from some of the pictures I'm seeing. Just, just, uh, you're jacked. I think is that the word yeah. we use yeah. in the gym? That's a, I hear a lot. I hear a lot. You look like a 20 year old. You are built. You got a six, six or eight pack abs. You, you, you're, you're built like a 20 year old. You know, like I see these 20 year old guys and they're 55. I'm like, God, I wish I could do that. Uh, I mean, you, you, you look like you're completely rejuvenated health wise body wise muscle wise i'm sure your wife's really happy with you um how do you how do you go on this journey where you decide to overcome not only the fears you go back to the job that's almost killed you twice with the electrocutions and these accidents you go back to that you overcome your fear of that and then uh, you start your online presence of a brand where you're working out inspiring other people how do we move into that uh, first, first, the first way I did it was facing that fear, you know, just being totally honest with myself. Um, I took a hundred percent accountability, even though I had another partner there with me. Um, I bore, I bared all the weight of this, of this pain and this accident on myself. And mm -hmm. I was just completely honest with myself. This time mm -hmm. after the accident, I, I sought out a psychologist. So that helped me understand some of the things that I did right after it all went wrong. Mm -hmm. When I got back to work, they finalized the investigation and I was doing it, I guess a safety tour, you know, I was going with the safety section when they would present my accident and I would get up and speak about it every single meeting. I was doing two, three a day sometimes. And every time before I'd go up, my heart would be pumping on my chest. I'd be scared. I'd relive this moment. Mm -hmm. Um, so just reliving it every single day um i kind of i kind of got rid of some of that fear i definitely when my conscience calls me into action you know i i i do it if it's telling me i shouldn't be doing this i don't do it if it's telling me hey you should be you should speak up on this situation you, i speak up on it mm -hmm. and so you got better listening to yourself listening to your conscious kind of getting to know yourself better trusting yourself yes. more there you absolutely. go. Absolutely. And, and how do you translate that into building your online coaching presence and inspiring people? You've got the videos of you working out that's on there, pictures of you. I mean, your body transformation is extraordinary, dude. Um, okay. People really need to go check it out. Um, the, 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 you can, you've got the skin graph uh, pictures that are up there. And to go from that to here and stay in the same line of work, how did you develop it where you started Deciding, hey, I want to be a coach. I want to help other people. I want to inspire other people. I want to motivate people to uh, improve their lives and go the distance. And you, you're proof putting uh, on your uh, proof putting on your uh, website. Yeah, during my time off from my accident, I used the gym as part of my therapy. Mm -hmm. um, I would wake up in the middle of the night with nightmares, and I couldn't go back to sleep, so I'd go work out in my garage. And I, I would work out two, three times a day. 
And during this time off, I was building good muscle definition. And a lot more people were asking me because I, I had already lost about 80 pounds um, before this accident. But after the accident, I started using the gym more. I started getting more muscle definition and a lot more people were asking me, dude, I really noticed the changes. What are you doing? I, you know, help me out. And I just didn't know how to show everybody. I didn't know. I didn't have the tools as far as what apps to use for, for tracking the foods or for putting the workouts together. Cause I knew how to meal prep. I knew how to put a nutrition plan together. I knew how to structure workouts, mm -hmm. but I didn't know exactly how to offer it. So I hired a coach um, and he showed me how to present my story on social media, how to use social media as a tool to reach other people and what apps to use as far as training online um, for food tracking, for, for figuring out people's nutrition properly and for building workouts that are customized to every client. Um, there you go. So, I, so I do it and I follow his plan and you know i'm helping people from all over the world really um transform their minds and get these get years back on their life because I mean, people yeah they they ask me how old are you and i tell them and they don't believe it you know i take my daughter who's 18 out to lunch or you know to the store and they think oh is this your brother is this your friend and she says no this is my dad <laughs> yeah well i mean you're in really good shape like i said you you're, you've got the body of a 12 year old going on and uh you know people can see what you're doing i mean you you're 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 proof of your proof uh positive of, of what you've gone through and stuff um and and you've gone back to what you do i mean you're still dealing every day with uh you know i'm i'm sure a fear is still you know i'm reading a book right now from a secret service agent that talks about how even when you have a certain fear of something that's anchored really hard you're still going to experience but it's really kind of how you deal with that fear uh we talked in the green room about stoicism did stoicism maybe help you get through this marcus aurelius uh, meditations and other things or it, did it you just did. kind of find that as a good mind base um yeah i think having self-actualization really helps at first right and i didn't know oh. anything about stoicism or or any of um you know the teachings of marcus aurelius or seneca or anybody mm -hmm. uh, but once i got into my coaching program or once I hired my coach and he gave me a list, a list of tasks that, you know, you're going to do. Um, mm -hmm. cause he said, if you want to hire, you know, if you want to gain clients, you know, you need to tighten it up, you know? So he put me on a nutrition plan. He helped me with my second half of my transformation. And he's one of the tasks that he had given me for my day, which is what I, you know, I have my clients do is wake up in the morning and journal and get into something positive some positive media that's you know like watching youtube videos on stoicism or reading the books um mm -hmm. about personal development and uh, one of them that i came across was um was meditations by marcus aurelius um and actually my dad gave me a book it's called uh, three magic words he gave it to me when my daughter was first born mm -hmm. i tried reading it and it made absolutely no sense to me I just couldn't, I couldn't connect it with myself. That was the first book that I started reading when I got into his coaching program and I couldn't put it down. I wow. couldn't put it down because everything was just connecting, right? It was about, you know, personal self-talk, uh, personal development, um, 
tap it into your inner consciousness and being more self-aware and you know that that's part of the process and that's part of finding yourself and answering these questions within yourself and you know what am i doing wrong what do i need to do to fix it and we're not going to negotiate ourselves out of the work that's that comes along with creating those goals that we have for ourselves there you go uh and so you've been on a hell of a journey i mean and you've overcome a lot i mean uh most people you know they they have a small cathartic crisis in their life or sometimes it's not small it's not small to most people at the time but they they overcome it uh and then they go and help people with their story you've been electrocuted twice You've had the challenge of being married for 20 years, almost getting divorced. Uh, you know, you, I'm sure being a father of three has been a journey for you that you've learned a lot. But then, you know, becoming sober, losing over 140 pounds. Uh, uh, let's not add any more negative things to your stack. I think you're done through the negative things. Does that sound like a good deal at this point? Yeah, um, you know. <laughs> you know, life doesn't happen to us. It happens for us, you know, and... Uh preparing ourselves daily that's why i still do it that's why i still get up every single day early i get up at 245 and that's why i go to the gym i push myself physically i i test myself with limiting my my caloric intake mm -hmm. um because if we don't prepare ourselves you know during times of peace then we're gonna fail during times of war right um, that's that was old chinese proverbs it says uh I'm probably going to butcher it, but it says, you know, uh, you have to prepare, prepare during times of peace so you don't bleed during times of battle. There you go. Yeah. And, and we never know what life's going to uh, come, you know, in stoicism, they talk about memento mori and other things uh, that, 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 that deal with, hey, you know, you know your mortality, take care of today, be present today. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, and, and I think preparing for the worst, I mean, that's, that's definitely the thing, because if you're, if you have that discipline of mind, which is what you've developed in, in, in controlling our fears, in dealing with our feels from a fear, our fears from a logical reasoning aspect of it. I have a fear of mispronouncing stuff on the show, evidently. Uh, and, uh, you know, going through all that, um, you're prepared because life is going to come at you. And, and there's probably more challenges for everyone that comes, even though we go through stuff. Uh, what do you find you help most clients with? What do they come to you requesting most they struggle with? And uh, give us kind of some overview as to as how you help work them through that. I think the biggest one that they struggle with is, um, is weight loss. Mm. Weight loss. And they say they don't have the time. Because um, a lot of my clients are in the trades, right? Um, uh -huh. Construction trades, which we put in busy, crazy hours. And a lot of people say, I don't have the time. And I just need to lose 40, 50 pounds. Uh, a lot of it, it might be due to um, scares from doctor visits. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I once they come to me and we figure out what they're what they're struggling with, I mm -hmm. structure them with um, proper macros to keep them um, to maintain lean muscle, build lean muscle, burn the fat, and I structure a workout program for them that's customized to their schedule, to their abilities. And also I give them these tasks, you know, mm -hmm. we have to look deep in, in within ourselves and really face these, these things that we use as excuses for our, for our vices and our crutches 
And we're just going to eliminate that, right? Because I say that, you know, I'm a life coach. I'm a mindset coach that's based on fitness and nutrition. You know, we use those as tools to strengthen our, our, our mental fortitude. And one of the, one of the biggest wins that I've had as a client, uh, I'm sorry, as a coach is one of my clients was saying he was drinking daily, you know, the same way I was. Mm -hmm. And after the first two weeks, you know, we have, uh, have a a weekly team meeting uh, via zoom. And he goes, Hey coach, you know, I might not be losing a whole lot of weight, you know, or whatever, but he goes, I got rid of all my alcohol. I was like, dude, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. And if you're going to get healthy, kick, kick the alcohol, man. I drank hard for 20 years, uh, half a bottle of vodka pretty much every night or every other night. Um, for me, it was like a fuel, um, to get, you know, I've been an entrepreneur all my life, but it was a fuel to, you know, get that extra juice and, you know, work on extra files, work late, do stuff, you know, multiple companies. So, you know, I was always burning at both ends. And, and so alcohol is like a fuel. It was like a sugar fuel for me where I'm like, Hey, I'm tired. I'm, I'm all stressed out. I'm, I'm, all my muscles are tight and I'm like, I'll, I'll drink some booze. And for some reason, me being able to relax with alcohol, it just, I could, you know, just keep right on running the, the machine. Wow. And, uh, I didn't have an addiction. I, I could, you know, I, I, I was, but I was, I was doing what's called abusing it and abusing myself. And of course I, I was, had a lot of weight, um, and drinking lots of Mountain Dew, eating all the worst foods. And, uh, yeah, now my body loves me. I don't drink anymore. I eat healthy. Uh, I'm kind of veganese. There's a million different versions of veganism. So don't write me. Um, but, uh, basically, you know, I still eat meat, but I, on a very rare occasion, um, and I, I'm still, I lost hundred pounds. I'm still, uh, losing weight and intermittent fasting. And, but you know, eat, eating right. You know, it's, it's, I tell people get off the booze, quit eating all the shit and don't wait till you're 50. Like I did to right. make some changes. I think, oh, well, I made significant changes in 2000 probably when I was in 40, about 47, when I lost my first 75 pounds. Um, but, you know, don't wait till you get to the end of your life because it's so hard to claw it back. Uh, yeah. You know, at your age and other ages, uh, younger, uh, it's it's a little bit easier. But still, I mean, when you let yourself go that far, it's, it's, it's work to come back, you know? It's not like when you're 20 where you just go, I won't eat for a couple of days and you lose like 30 pounds. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, constantly procrastinating the work that's entailed is it's just going to end up prolonging, you know, the long-term effects and make the road mm-hmm. a, lot ha- a lot harder. Plus the damage you do to your body. I mean, there's a famous rock star, uh, Smash Mouth, that died recently of alcohol uh, addiction and, and uh, destroying his liver. I think I believe he just passed away today. And uh, so there's an example of, of how bad alcohol can really impact you and and it's really not good you're really toxifying yourself yeah i mean not (laughs) only that what you're doing to yourself i mean what you're doing to your family you know because it it almost cost me mine wow um um, my wife was telling me all the time dan you're drinking too much it Mm -hmm. would make me just shut everything out you know Mm -hmm. i would think well it would make me happy it would make me joyful and playful you know i wasn't an angry drunk or nothing like that you know so i was thinking well as long as it was making me 
seem happier, everybody would be happier. But on the contrary, it was ruining my marriage, you know? Mm. Yeah. And, and, uh, you're not present, you know, you're tuned out and, uh, sometimes you need to be tuned in. And I gotta tell you, uh, not, not drinking the money I used to spend on expensive vodka, uh, the money I used to spend, you know, I go out to eat now, but when I eat, like the other day I went to a nice restaurant and I think it ended up being two meals for me. So I have brought the other half home. That's pretty routine when I go out and, you know, that calorie control, but you're doing such a great job inspiring people. How can people reach out to you, get to know you better, talk to you about online coaching them and, and, uh, and, and just onboard with you if that's possible, if they're, if you, you guys are a fit. Yeah, definitely follow me on Instagram. Um, send me a message through Instagram reps period and period double time. Mm -hmm. r-e-p-s um my facebook daniel spencer you can those are probably the best two ways right there i'm i'm constantly on instagram you know either posting content responding to messages responding to comments um that's right now that's that's the best that's the best way to get a hold of me and i i answer every single message and you know i have people that i help that don't sign up to be my client you know because that's just part of giving back right that's i believe a lot of what happened in my life um is based on karma Mm -hmm. and the accident i believe was was karmic debt just you know wanting to take a little bit of change back so i i i give back as much as i can so some of that karma doesn't get passed on to the people that i care about the most there you go and if people go to your instagram you're going to be inspired uh he's there uh, showing his workout, his uh, his physique. I mean, he's a, he's a hard body. Uh, did you take any testosterone supplements for any of this, or is this all working um, out? Taking this, I, I was taking natural supplements. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time when I got to my lowest, my my body fat percentage was pretty low. My mm-hmm. fat intake was very low, right? So um, I didn't ever got blood work done or anything, mm-hmm. uh, but I started taking uh, Tonga Elite. Oh yeah. And, um, yeah, so I was taking that. Um, and then once I started reverse dieting, I started adding a little bit more fat into my diet. Um, Uh the natural energies just started coming back. But as far as supplements go, I mean, I take, I take creatine monohydrate glutamine and, uh, just multivitamins, stuff like that. That's basically all I take. There you go. I've been, you know, I'm at the age 55 where you have to start looking at testosterone. That's why I was asking, um, you know, and you have to start looking at your testosterone, that Tonga Lee, and there's a, probably a lot of other supplements you take. Like I do, uh, I take the glutamine daily, uh, multiple times a day, you know, different things like that. Uh, you know, there's a whole different regimen and, you know, now that I'm 55, it's like the, the amount of pills I take, uh, is, is extraordinary. I feel like that, there's a guy, have you seen the guy who who spends $2 million a year to try and reverse his aging? Have you heard that story and seen that guy? No. Yeah, there's no. a guy, there's a guy who takes like $2 million, he spends $2 million to try and reverse his aging. And it, it's kind of funny to see him do it because you're like, you might just get hit by a bus one day, dude. Or, <laughs> you know, uh, not that I wish him any uh, harm. It's just, uh, I don't know, man. That's a that's a hell of a lot of money, and trying to reverse your aging is different. But you know, you're doing a hell of a job. People can see the physique you have. I mean, people really need to see it. Um, so uh, I, I think people should check it out. You put up a lot of motivational stuff, and yeah. uh, you know, the discipline. You know, some people some people look at the gym, and 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 I'll, I'll talk about this journey because I saw someone making fun of someone at the gym 
uh, it was on a TikTok, and someone had posted a video making fun of a, a guy who was kind of fat and out of shape, looked like maybe he wasn't, um, you know, maybe he had some birth issues that didn't make him the smartest tool in the shed. Um, and uh, he's there just taking the bar and doing a core spin like this with the bar. And he's not really pushing himself. There's no weights on it. He's holding a he's holding a a barbell, uh, uh, which is uh, or, or bought the bar, which is actually pretty heavy. I think sometimes it's what 30, 50 pounds, forty five um, pounds usually. Yeah, and he's doing a core thing where he's spinning his core like this. Well, he, he doesn't look like you know he's you know Mister Arnold Schwarzenegger doing the thing. And so someone posted a, a trolling hateful video on line making fun of him and one of the gym dudes who's you know like you uh posted a video like hey man don't make fun of these people they, yeah. they they showed up man they're they're on the journey they they overcame what most people can't do um and uh uh you know he's he's uh uh you know showing up is half the battle man i mean there's sometimes i don't want to go to the gym and i just go okay drive there and you know maybe go sit in the sauna or, you know, just go there and just maybe yeah. start doing something. And then some, sometimes when I go there, I just like, it's like a muscle response. I just kick in, but just going, going to the gym, man, it's half the battle. And it's, it's not a battle people need to realize with my little uh, rant here is, is it's not a battle of your body. It's a battle of your mind. It's a discipline thing, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you can see, I mean, a lot of people, you can go look on my page and say, wow, that's really motivating. Um, it's motivational. Uh, I, I want to start going to the gym on my own, right? They might not seek me out for help or they might not seek anybody out for help. You know, the motivation will get you going, but the discipline is what's going to keep you in there, right? The discipline is what's going to help you reach your goals. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and, and that discipline is everything. Cause sometimes you don't feel like going to the gym. Sometimes you're like, Oh man, I can skip leg day today or, you know, whatever. And, and, you know, sometimes I've, sometimes I've gone, I've tried to do arm day and I'm just like, I don't want to do arm day. Okay. Well, you're going to have yeah. to get on the treadmill. You're going to, you're doing something while you're here. Um, you know, sometimes I go sit in the hot tub, the sauna, sauna is like really amazing for your body, I guess. Um, and so I'm glad you're helping people with your journey because you, yeah. you have a hell of a story, man, Thank and you. you've overcome it. And, and I think most people would have quit your job and you've gone right back and uh, climbed on the horse again. So uh, definitely people should uh, tune into you and be inspired by you. Uh, I think it's one I, you know, we've done, we've, we've been doing this for 15 years now. Uh, we've never had anybody on the, on the show. I think it was shocked once. We might've had somebody shocked once, but shocked twice. Holy crap, dude. And, you. and you go right back to it. Uh, any final thoughts as we go out? Um, you know, we all have limiting beliefs and we all have things that we think we're never going to climb out of this hell. Um, whatever it is that you're struggling with, seek somebody out that's been through it. You know, if it's alcoholism, if it's addictions with porn or problems in your marriage, you know, substance abuse, seek somebody that's been through it. Seek somebody that, that will give you the right tools to help you overcome whatever it is that you know you need to make yourself better with. You know, that might not be me. That might be a different coach. It might be for a different problem. But whatever it is, um, you absolutely have all the power within you to gain Definitely. strength and overcome those things. 
Definitely. And tune into your, 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 uh, Instagram, you know, we get a lot of coaches and people on the show and people that, you know, Hey, I've been through this journey and, and I want to minimize them, but, uh, you know, looking at the journey you've been on and the proof is in the pudding, man. Uh, you know, I, I, I've had a couple of coaches that I've come across that are living out of their car. We find out that they faking their success. You, you look at your pictures, man, you can't fake. You can't fake the journey you're on and, and where you've gone from A to B, man. I mean, it's extraordinary that's a, and it's inspiring. Thank you. That, that's part of what I try and do, you know, is mm -hmm. uh, take take my clients and and make them undeniable. Mm -hmm. you know, the work. Make the go. work show with with what you show up with. And if you fix the mind, you fix the body and you, and you can become whole again. It's, it's pretty awesome, man. Uh, so thank you very much for coming on the show, Daniel. This has been really inspiring and I super encourage all of our listeners to go check out his Instagram page because it will blow your freaking mind. Uh, it's extraordinary and, and it's even given me, uh, I'm going to go to the gym after this. <laughs> It'll blow your face off, you know? <laughs> maybe, maybe that should be your tagline. I'm the coach that will blow your face off. Or I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. There you go. Uh, well, Daniel, thank you very much for coming on the show. Uh, thanks thank you so much for, for tuning in. Thank you. Uh, thanks to my audience for tuning in. Go to goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Foss, LinkedIn.com, Fortress Chris Foss, YouTube.com, Fortress Chris Foss, and Chris Foss One on TikTok. Be good to each other. Stay safe. Uh, take care of yourself, and we'll see you guys next time. And that should.